welcome to the Passion Business Podcast, the podcast for free spirits with a big idea who want to turn their passion into a business. I'm Anke Herman and I'm your host. Today my guest is Louise Kresik. She's a grief and loss coach who works with people in life beyond loss. And it isn't always about bereavement. Loss shows up in many forms and whatever shape it takes, Louise helps her clients find their new normal so that they can reclaim their lives. So even if grief and loss may sound sad and heavy, her work is actually uplifting and inspiring. Enjoy. Hello and welcome, Louise. I'm very excited to have you here. Thank you, Anka. I'm very excited and Thank you for brightening up this very dull, wet, dreary day <laughs> in the UK. It's it's absolutely tipping it down outside. Oh, no. So thank you for bringing a bit of sunshine into my day. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> you know, there might be a trip to the south of, south of Spain that should be getting on your calendar somehow. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> so you've already given... A little bit away uh, yeah let, tell tell people where you're based and um, so what do you do yeah so I live and work in beautiful Shropshire in the UK it's very rural so we have a lot of lovely countryside and um, and I moved here about three years ago actually with my husband and I've got a, a four-legged work buddy called Ben <laughs> he's my little work he's my work companion I'm so and, in Actually, I was born in the city and raised in the city of Birmingham, which is like the second largest city in, in the UK. Um, so I swapped my high heels for my wellies. Wow. <laughs> and now I just love, I love being in nature in the garden and stuff like that. So aside from that, um, I'm a very proud, proud business owner and I'm very addicted to personal growth as well um and um i'm a certified life coach and nlp practitioner that's where my career has kind of come to over the last couple of years and i specialize in coaching in grief and loss so i help people in life beyond loss to create a new normal and to help reconnect with themselves and basically you know re rebuild aspects of their life that they want to focus on yeah so that's what I do <laughs> that's that's wonderful I, I mean you know people might get the impression that we know each other and yeah so mm -hmm. I'm totally fascinated with your work because I've not ever ever come across anybody doing that and I think it's just so necessary so it's like yeah do you know it's really interesting because um there's there's a couple of things really i guess part in terms of the you know the the, the qualifications and the what i've kind of studied over the years i started out in psychology and um worked in mental health for a short while um and um and then the kind of my life, my career took a different turn and I ended up in a completely different um, in, in the social housing sector for 13 years. Yeah. And then when I was made redundant, it was kind of like an opportunity to look at, you know, what where my skills were, but also where my passion was 
more importantly and I think it's at that point I was I had a bit of a, a decision so I could have trained as a therapist or um, you know in counseling bereavement counseling but actually when I looked at my own life and my own experiences it was coaching that had made a significant impact on me yeah. And so I really decided that that coaching was what I absolutely had to do to help other people. And then obviously, aside from that, my own personal story around grief and loss um, is that I, I lost my mum when I was 25, very, very suddenly. Um, so, I, you know, my life literally changed overnight at quite a young age, really. I mean, I think 25, you're still kind of partying and, and messing around and you don't, you know. But um, and so I, had, I, I felt like I sort of grew up very, very quickly because um, just months after that, my dad um, started to develop very um, strange behavior. And it, and it took us a long time, but we eventually got a diagnosis of dementia. Mm-hmm. So, so my dad was only 55 when we got that diagnosis. So I had to sort of really step up. And I guess it's natural, you just step into that role of carer, yeah. and you do what you need to do. But I guess my, my life kind of went on hold a little bit for for seven years and then eventually I lost him in 2012 so so it's a real kind of um double-edged sword I guess for me that it's you know it's it's part of my own story and and what I've been through but then also I had those those sort of qualifications and things that I really wanted to do something with yeah and it makes all the sense in the world to me I think everybody I've spoken to when when you look at what they're doing and what they're really passionate about you know not just the job you know earlier it was just a job that was in front of me no the thing they're really passionate about it's always rooted in our own story always in one way or another absolutely I think that it it gives me I mean I know that everybody experiences loss very differently and the grief process you know the journey is very very personal but I do feel that it gives me a level of understanding you know to to work with those clients I think if I hadn't been through that myself I wouldn't be able to bring that dynamic to the coaching relationship that level of empathy and, and understanding yeah I agree I agree I agree I'm I'm just thinking because I usually tend to be sort of fairly quick to say, well, you know, you don't have to have gone through or done whatever your client, you know, might want to do. You know, so for example, I can work with a restaurant owner and I don't need to have built a successful restaurant to be of support Mm. to that person. But when it comes to that kind of personal, emotional support, I think, I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah. I thought like I could pop, pop for, I don't know, like speaking to somebody where it was whole, the topic came up about like say anxiety and, and I actually thought, I don't know whether like I've had the fortune, I haven't experienced, you know, that level, like an anxiety mm. attack. So I, I really find it, I, I can't imagine what that would feel like. And I think that will make an, an, a difference. Yeah, I think, I do think for some, 
yeah, I think for this in particular, like you said, it is important. And as I said, you know, grief is different for everybody. We all experience it in our own unique way. But I can't imagine having not had that experience, how I could help people to the to the level that I'm able to kind of build that rapport with them and really step into that place of, you know, empathy and compassion. And I always describe the the one thing in all of my loss in my life as well. And also we talk about um, let's not forget losing the job, losing the career, mm. separation, divorce, all of that is loss as well. And we grieve for those sort of things. And I have worked with clients around that. And I've been through all those different things. And I also talk about the fact that one thing I never expected to lose was myself in all of that. And that's like the single most common thing as well that everybody kind of, all my clients seem to have is that this sense of losing yourself and losing your identity and, and that loss having such a, a profound impact on your life that you you don't know who you are anymore or what normal life looks like, which is why I talk about creating the new normal. Yeah, I And I just think that feel like if I hadn't experienced that, I'm not sure I would be able to coach somebody, you know, who was in that place, in that space of feeling totally lost. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. So when when you went through your own experience, did you, did you have somebody to help you or did you know, did you even, were you even aware that that kind of help exists or did it exist at the time? You know what? I think for me, I've always been the kind of person that is fairly um, determined to find a way so even though in my earlier days i think with i think again with a lot of people the grief is just what it is in the earlier days and you just want to think about functioning just surviving just you know being able to get out of bed and carry on it's like a survival mode kicks in yeah. and for me it certainly was so at that point i i didn't necessarily think about help and support i just sort of thought what can I do for myself each day to just get through the next part of the day and the next part of the day and that's kind of how it went but then because of this kind of this this determination within me this resilience it's like actually I need to move past this now this survival stage mm. into something else and so that's when I started to look at um I did do quite a bit of self-help. So, you know, there, there is a lot out there in terms of, in terms of um, kind of like self-help reading around grief. But then the thing that was missing for me was anything beyond the traditional bereavement counselling and the therapy. Mm. And I think the traditional counselling and the therapy is amazing to help people with that trauma if they've, if they've experienced it in a, in a traumatic way. Yeah to help with the survival but then after that it's like okay like now I'm I'm I've got through that I'm surviving I'm doing okay but I'm so lost and I don't know what to do and that's for me where the coaching is so powerful it's that next step beyond which is why I talk about life beyond loss, beyond loss. Yeah. yeah and um and it, I mean I did 
I did source stuff myself and I did find a coach, but it wasn't specifically, you know, for the grief side of things. It's just a, a generic coach to help me, you know, carry on my kind of journey really. But um, so, yeah, that's for me. And, and also obviously never underestimate, you know, the help and support of family and friends. And um, But I think it's about knowing the right people to talk to um and um yeah so the, so there's it's it's becoming i think um more visible now yeah the, the help and support is becoming more visible but there's well, still really, more yeah. to be done yeah i'm really glad that it becomes more visible because i'm just imagining you know the moments of loss in in my life like as you said it wouldn't have even occurred to me mm. to even look like the, the fact that there might be support out there would have never even occurred to me. And I'm yeah. really glad that, you know, that, that I know, I know you now. So there is that, like, there is that sense, like, okay, if, you know, something happens, like I know who to turn to now, you know, and yeah. I think that's really that's a really comforting thought, you know, to know whatever is, that's why I, I, I love how you, how you show up and how you are tirelessly and, you know, also let us see the rawness of it all of that, you know, like there isn't like, okay, after 180 days, this is, you know, you can tick this off that this is something that, you know, that's always there. And that's, you know, you can, feel sad again like 10 years later you know yeah definitely it's um it's really important to me to show up authentically and show my vulnerability as well and that you know to to, to share with people that that grief is a journey i mean like i said i'm you know it's been it was 2012 when i lost my dad and it is a it's a healing process that you know takes time but then even when you've come through that I think it's about learning how to live with that grief when it unexpectedly shows up and it absolutely does I think it's not a case of being fixed you know yeah and so yeah it's really important for me to show up authentically and share those those little moments I mean fortunately for me they don't happen very often anymore when I feel you know, in that space where, where the grief kind of crops up again, it's, yeah. it becomes easier to work with as well. But I think, you know, giving people that, that sort of beacon of hope for me is very important. Yeah. I, yeah, definitely. How do you, how do you find working with people who are going through that process of grief? How do you think that affects your own like let's say healing process is that something that helps you heal more because you say you accompany them on their journey and they're i'm pretty sure like happens to me when i coach somebody sometimes it's like oh actually i'm having a really profound insight here so i can see how it would help you but also is it something that it keeps top of mind for you all the time how, how do you see it affects your work affects your own healing process Yeah, I mean, I I think you know, there's 
there's power in in sharing our story as well and um I think that the whole process that I've been through in setting up my business has been a huge part of my healing as well. Absolutely. And um, that's where the healing is for me, not necessarily inside the coaching sessions, but in other aspects of the business where I'm able to show up and share that story. And, you know, we talked about just before we started recording about my podcasts and how that was kind of going. And again, it's another way for me to share that story which is all part of my healing I think people ask me this question all the time about how do you find it working with grief and loss you know I I don't know if I could do that and and I think for me it's, it's a strange answer but I absolutely love it because it's it's so rewarding and it's such a privilege to be able to walk alongside somebody on that journey with them um and to just be able to I think what I love about coaching over therapy is that it isn't about kind of going down all these levels to try and understand what's been going on in the past this is about where we're going moving forward and being able to sort of open those doors for people along that journey is what I find so so fulfilling and it is a privilege to be able to do that absolutely yeah absolutely it's such a you know that yeah i can see like that direct impact and it's life-changing yeah it is it is now um in terms of how i then sort of step away from that as well um mindfulness is a huge part of my life um, and, it, and it started actually my own grief journey, but it continues to be something that's really, really powerful for me. So I am um, able to use mindfulness because I think mindfulness is not something we do. It's a way of being as well. I and I found that I'm able to use mindfulness to um, be in a really peaceful space so you know whether I've had a a bit of a tough session with a client or you know whether I've got something going on in my own life or with the business I always always turn to mindfulness and probably will continue to do that um and also it's proved to be really interesting because I've started to talk now about how we can grieve mindfully as well or use mindfulness through our grief journey um because i think it's something that really helps people to work with the emotions and the feelings and the pain of grief and not to be fighting against it or battling with it there's something about mindfulness that really helps us in acceptance of of life in general i think and you know whatever we're going through in that moment yeah oh i I mean i think it that's so true for you know for life in general i'd say yeah we don't if we realize an emotion you know or feeling that for what it is and and allow it rather than try and run away from it or you know somehow brush over or hide it or you know I think that's where all the the suffering comes from absolutely I absolutely agree I think that there's pain 
and then there's suffering isn't there and when we start having thoughts about our thoughts or when we start um kind of fighting with our feelings and emotions about the feelings and emotions that we have (laughs) that's where you know that's where we add this level of suffering to our experience that you know in my view doesn't need to be there it doesn't need to be there so so yeah mindfulness is a great a great um i would say tool but it is more than so much more than a tool yeah as you said i i agree it's a state of being more than anything yeah yeah yeah. And it's easier to to stay there when when you know that, yeah, okay, I can feel whatever and it's just gonna pass through and it's and I'm okay anyway. Yeah. There's a there's a fabulous um coach friend of mine, Jesse, um, Brisendine, and he's done a TED talk called Um Grief is not a life sentence. And that always resonates with me because, and that is, I suppose, a big part of what, you know, my why and what I'm doing. It's, it's allowing people to, you know, grieve, but giving them that understanding that this doesn't have to be a life sentence. We don't have to suffer, you know, for the rest of our days. Um, and there's people out there, like there's this thing out there, isn't it, that, you know, um, time is a healer and all of those sort of statements, but actually we are the ones to heal ourselves yeah and you know yes that make take may take time but actually ultimately and that comes back to again the, the beauty of coaching isn't it that it's the empowerment in the process that that we can take control of this and as i said you know work through it yeah and that and, and that life isn't over and it's probably the last thing you know, the person or the people we've lost would have wanted. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so what's next for you? Where you're headed? What? what oh my gosh! I love this question. Oh, <laughs> <me too. laughs> it has been such an exciting year already. As you know, I launched my podcast, Life Beyond Loss which is all about bringing forward these kind of really amazing and inspirational stories of grief and loss, but also the other side of this, that, you know, the healing and the transformation that people experience as a result of their losses. So it's very uplifting. So it's a wonderful podcast. I can confirm it because I'm. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. And it isn't, Um, it's inspiring. It's uplifting. It is a sad topic. Yeah, that's what I wanted. And you know that that's how I roll anyway, Anchor. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, and I also this year launched my um, Dream Design Do Masterclass, which is like the ultimate vision board masterclass, which kind of, um, you know, people might think, well, what's that got to do with grief? Well, you know, really. Everything. It's, Everything. It, yeah, it's, it's designed to, you know, and I spoke about, you know, people feeling lost. Yeah. And when they get into that space of not knowing who am I and who am I becoming because loss changes us. Yeah. So I think that vision boards are a really powerful tool when they're used um, properly. And so that's what I wanted to teach through my masterclass this year. So I've, I've now really good things about that. Hmm? Sorry? I've heard really good things about that. Yeah, well, I've now re- pre-recorded it. So it's there for people now, which is really helpful. But... 
I want to share with you some really exciting news as well in terms of what comes next, because this is like break. This is literally like this week. Um, I've been accepted onto the teacher training pathway for mindfulness at Bangor University in Wales. Wow. So this Congratulations. Is, well, this is, this is huge. This is so <laughs> exciting for me because I've always had this vision that, you know, everything we just talked about with mindfulness, I've always had this vision that I could help people in their grief process and start to teach mindfulness like as a course or through workshops and things like that. So for me, this is all about um, moving towards making that dream a reality now um, that um, that people can work with their grief and not not against it. So that is where I'm headed over the next sort of 12 months or so. So that's very exciting. Oh, that sounds fantastic. I'm going to be I'm really curious to hear how that's going and, you know, your experience of the whole thing. That's going to be something very, very much yeah and i'm sure again like when we embark on these things in our business it's always about our own personal growth isn't it at the same time it's always an opportunity and we grow individually and i think think then the business grows with us as well so i think it's always it's always really exciting to to do stuff and see what we discover about ourselves in the process I always say business development is personal development. Yeah. One thing that I didn't, when I started out, it was just like, I had no idea. You know, I thought it was just about, okay, who can I get to, you know, how can I get people to, to buy my dresses basically, you know? So that was, you know, and find ways and, and get like technically better on. That's what I thought building a business was. Little did I know that it's, you know, now, 15 years later, I say it's actually 90% personal development. Absolutely. Absolutely. And especially, especially in a coaching business, I think, because you are the thing that people are, you know, buying into that want to develop the relationship with. You are the brand, if you like. So, yeah, it's really important for it to be. It is absolutely a reflection of who we are as a person. Yeah. And um, I think anybody that that visits my my social media page, etc., will know that I I take pride in the fact that I do grief differently. <laughs> but you know, my approach is slightly different to some of the traditional um, organisations out there, but. But I, I think that's a really positive thing because it's a yeah, reflection. It's authentic. That's what people love it. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> absolutely. So, if people want to find out more about you, where would they go? Okay. So I made things really simple because I am the brand. So it's literally Louise Kresic. Um, so you can find me on Facebook, Louise Kresic, Instagram, Louise Kresic, LinkedIn, Louise Kresic, um, my website, louisekresic.com. <laughs> so and I'll put the really links in the show notes as well. So we'll make it yeah. even easier. Really <laughs> so if you were to, if you could leave people with, one piece of advice what would you say um whether you're new to business or whether you're in business and you're kind of thinking about what what's next or a project or whatever i my biggest thing is just start 
okay yeah so don't wait to have the perfect business idea the perfect website the perfect niche and i'm speaking from my own experience here yeah. of procrastination and um, just begin just do it it's like you said it's an evolution it will grow and develop with you and it's always changing for me even like two years in it's still changing so just just start just just do it <laughs> wonderful wonderful I, uh, wonderful piece of advice that i sign like you know with <laughs> lots of little hearts left right and center <laughs> so thank you so much for coming it was oh, a lovely, lovely thank conversation. You. Thanks, Anchor. It's been I'll lovely. I'll be watching you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Passion Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss the next one.